Hi, I'm Heather, Certified Transformational Life Coach and Meditation Instructor. And I'm Mary Catherine, a Certified Yoga Instructor and Truth Crusader. Welcome to The Naked Truth, a podcast for women who are ready to talk transparently about living this life as authentic women. Throw in the towel when it comes to pretending, covering up, and exhausting fake fronts and learn how to be and accept you. Each week and each season, we will discuss and break down topics that are profound, challenging, and mad real when it comes to the hearts of womankind from two women who passionately accept you right where you are. Because we've lived a little and we aren't afraid to share it. We're real, we're live, and we're women. Welcome to The Naked Truth. Hi, everybody. We are back. You are listening to The Naked Truth Podcast, Season 2, Episode 4. Today's episode, falling in line with our mental health theme for Season 2, is called Boundaries. Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. And learning how to say no. Mary is going to lead us in this endeavor. Well, hello, faithful listeners. Thank you again for tuning into the Naked Truth. Uh, Today, I'm going to be talking about what I believe to be five boundaries, that five types of boundaries that we all need in our lives. First of which would be our physical boundaries. This is the most common. I think it's the one that we think about the most, especially right now in the midst of uh, quarantining and social distancing and making sure that we all have our own private physical space, our personal space around us. It might be the most common one that we think of, but I do not believe it is the most important. I think the next four that we are going to talk about are the most important. Second of which are material boundaries. So boundaries around your personal belongings, um, lending things out to friends, not lending things out to friends, um, giving of different resources that you have. And just because you set a material boundary, it does not mean that you are not generous. If you have a friend or a family member that is continually asking you for money And at some point in time, you decide to quit providing that to that person. It does not mean that you are not generous. It just means that you are making a decision to set a boundary for yourself and your personal well-being. And you should never let anybody make you think otherwise. Um, Our third boundary, time and energy. These are not only boundaries around how you spend your time. So choosing where to volunteer, choosing where your time and talents are best served and where where they could be used the most, but also how others spend your time. So if you have a friend that is habitually late when you are supposed to meet with them and does not call. And I I mean, guilty as charged, as most people can attest for, timeliness is not something that I 
am extremely good at. I mean, I try, or at least I try to try. Um, I feel though, if I'm going to be running late, maybe uh, as evidenced by this morning, that I do try to call or make others aware of the change in my timeline. She's very good about that. <laughs> but there is something to be said, though, about a friend that is always habitually late, but yet doesn't think enough of you to let you know. And that that is a boundary that you need to set with people because that is how other people spend your time as well. Um, and those friends that don't respect those time boundaries as well as employers. So maybe you are helping out a friend and you let them know, well, I can stay and help, but I can only stay and help you until this time, or um, I can only give so much to this project. And we, I think that I'm safe to say that we all have friends that don't, don't heed that. So if you mm -hmm. say that you can stay and help them until three, the next thing you know, it's four o'clock and you're still there helping them. Um, you say that you can only commit so many resources to a certain project and yet they're always asking for more. Um, if you tell your employer, uh, I, I have this much that I can give or I have to leave work at this time today and they just blow past that boundary that you have set. Those are all things that we need to be aware of. And if we see those things happening in our lives, we need to speak up and stand up for ourselves. Uh, the fourth boundary I want to talk about today are, or the fourth boundary that I want to talk about today is emotional boundaries. So thinking about friends, spouses, partners that maybe dismiss your emotions or make you feel guilty for feeling a certain way. Th those are boundaries that we have to talk about and boundaries that we have to set where we say, no, this is, this is how I feel. And even though you might not understand it or might not agree with it, it is still the way that I feel. And that is valid emotion. And no one's going to take that away from me. And when we talk about emotional boundaries, not only not letting people make you feel guilty for the way you feel, but not letting others dump their emotional issues on you. We talked about vent friends in the last episode. And if you have a friend that is continually venting to you and dumping all of their emotional garbage and all of their emotional toxicity on you, that is probably a boundary that you need to think about setting up and a boundary that you need to think about making for yourself where you say, I'm, I'm not going to allow this toxicity into my life. I'm not going to allow this negative talk into my life. And I'm setting up a boundary and stopping it. And the last boundary that I want to talk about today, mental boundaries. And I, when I was thinking about this and reading up on it, it kind of perplexed me a little bit because I was thinking more along the lines of the emotional boundary that it would be the same thing. But I don't believe it is. Our beliefs and our opinions are our own. And nobody should try and force theirs upon us. Debate is healthy. Discussion is healthy. It's how we learn things. It's how we communicate with others. It's how we can have different opinions and different viewpoints than other people have. And we can still cohabitate and we can still get along because we can discuss and we can debate. But having somebody say to you, I'm right and you're wrong, that's not healthy. And if someone tries to make you feel that your beliefs and your opinions are wrong, 
that is a boundary that you need to set up as well, where you can say, I respect that your opinion and your belief might not match mine, but it doesn't make mine any less valid. Excellent. Thank you. Excellent. Continuing our discussion about boundaries, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about. Um, I, I just, I'm just, I'm going to say this. I love boundaries. I love the. I just think that it's the answer to so many things. I probably say it too often, just within my friendships and people who I have one-on-ones with. You know that. Because we just need we need it with our jobs, we need it with our friends, we need it with you know toxic friendships, we need it with healthy friendships, we need boundaries with our children. You know, it just it's 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 a necessary tool that we have to have exercised and we have to know how to put it into place in order to to save our sanity oftentimes. So first I'm gonna talk about what boundaries feel like when you are not used to exercising that muscle, boundaries feel like a closed door or a wall. It's a very uncomfortable term. If you're not used to applying them and it's very uncomfortable to the person you're applying them towards. Um, A boundary is a line that marks the limits of an area to dividing line. That's the the, um, dictionary definition of boundary. A healthy boundary defines where you end and others begin. And it's also knowing and understanding what your limits are. And healthy boundaries, they're essential for a healthy life and productive, high-functioning relationships. And we, unfortunately, we're not born hardwired to know what healthy boundaries look like and feel like. We have to stumble and kind of It's on the job training and learn as we go. Life experiences, time and maturity, and usually exposure to difficult people and relationships. So if someone's really good at boundaries, it's because they've had a lot of practice. This leads us to a place where establishing and enforcing boundaries becomes becomes imperative to our self-esteem and self-respect and our overall confidence. So next, how do you establish them? So we know what it is, we know what it feels like, we know we don't, we're not born with it, but how do we establish this in our life or how can we get better at it? And first, you need to recognize that you have needs and realize their importance. I'm going to say it again, recognize that you have needs and realize their importance. You deserve to be loved and respected for your authentic self. Explore what makes you who you are and what you stand for. Choose to spend time with people who are positive and who see the good in you and who see the good in their surroundings. I, um, I'm a big journaler and I encourage people to journal and make a list of, um, and when you're looking at boundaries, make a list of your unique attributes and what you feel that you contribute to the world. And then reflect on what you need out of your relationships in life to make you feel whole and worthwhile. When you honor your time, your values, and your core beliefs, that is truly an essential first step toward your well-beings. You got to know who you are. You got to know where you stand before you can even start drawing up boundaries with people. So that's a good starting place. Oh, I like that. Yeah. If you don't know where you stand, if you 
are flopping in the wind and just, you know, uh, being who you need to be with whoever is in front of you and changing, changing your cape with you every, you don't even know that there's a boundary that needs to be. Exactly. Set. You're just flailing. So that's where you have to start. Next, map out your limits. Take some time. Consider what is unsettling to you. So if, evaluate these relationships that are not sitting well with you. And then kind of map out what is it exactly about them. And then map out what you feel needs to change, whether it be physical, emotional, or a mental boundary. Um, next, if you can, and I do this thoughtfully and carefully, be direct. I find that with most people, when you set boundaries, you will not need to have a big conflict-ridden conversation if you want to set limits and build a new boundary. That isn't necessary. You, you just do it. You ultimately decide where to invest your time, who gets your attention, and who gets your energy. You decide whether you're going to answer the phone. You decide if you're going to answer the door. You're the one that fills out the RSVP cards. You are the one that responds to texts and messenger apps or messenger things through Facebook and, and commenting. You control it all. You respond to the emails. Distance and keeping interaction simple may give you, most of the time I'll say, not just may, most of the time just distance and keeping everything very simple will give you the space that you need to refocus the relationship in question. So I think most of the time, you do not have to have a big sit down, knock, knock out, drag out, letting them know how they've done you wrong. You simply apply the boundary. Other times, you might need to be more direct and you might need to respond head on depending on the situation. Um, I would suggest that you go into a situation like that very prepared and research some simple yet positive phrases that, that it's going to shut people down or that's going to shut down, you know, a, a controller or someone who's very inquisitive and going to push. So go into that with a clear head and with some some definite um, phrases. And if you ever want to talk this out, you can reach out to me. Um, I would be happy to help you um, in having some of these conversations. Um, re repeat yourself firmly and calmly and respectfully using as few words as possible if you do have to take on this directly. Um, next, examine your sphere of influence. Um, this goes with so many things. You are not responsible for another person's reaction to your boundary. You're responsible for you and you're responsible for your responses. Remind yourself that you're in charge of what you allow or stop when it comes to your daily life. It, that's what you have control over and look at your sphere of influence. You can't control another person. You can't make them less toxic, but you can control how they affect you. Um, get support and celebrate small progressions. So when you set healthy boundaries, this is going to take time and it's going to take practice and you're not going to do it perfectly. And even when you've had time and practice with this, everybody's different and it's, you're going you're gonna to fumble and you're going to stumble and you're going to make mistakes with it. And you might have to reset that boundary 
over and over and over again because it can be very hard. And some people can be very clever at how to draw you back in, especially when we're talking about family members. So remember that it's a process and you're not gonna be perfect at enforcing limits. And especially if you're new to it, be very graceful and soft with yourself. Give yourself credit for recognizing that there's a problem and for attempting to apply a change. Start small and focus on more non-threatening boundaries initially. So if it's really scary, apply something very small, baby steps. I like it when you use the terminology about it doesn't have to be a long drawn out, Mm -mm. you know, just be setting a boundary. And sometimes just by speaking up for yourself and setting that boundary, you might be alerting someone, maybe even yourself to a behavior that you weren't aware of. And it can turn into more of a discussion and an eye opening talk with that person. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be a brick wall boundary that you're setting up for the rest of your life, you know, just by saying, I, I don't, I, I don't have the energy to listen to this anymore. Mm-hmm. And that might be all it takes. Just very mm-hmm. s- subtle, small. And yes. Yes. And like, let's say you have, let's say you have an aunt that calls you every day and uh, it's extremely toxic and disruptive and, you know, you, you can limit her. You know, and, and, and you probably, if in a lot of situations, it's hard to imagine sitting down with them and having a, having a big conversation about it, because let's face it, a lot of, a lot of people are avoiders and I'm not, I'm saying even the aunt in this situation would, that'd be very uncomfortable for everyone. She may not know how to take somebody being direct with her like that. I get it. You don't have to sit the ant down and say, this is unhealthy. And I'm from now on, I'm going to do this, this, and this. You don't have to announce that. You just do it. You just do it. And maybe you pick up the phone once a week versus every day. And then you limit her. And you have a plan as to, you know, when she starts going down a certain road, you you have got a, a shutdown plan to kind of shut that down. And as we had talked about, earlier today, sometimes when you set a boundary for yourself, in essence, you're also setting a boundary for someone else that they may not even know that they need. If you have a friend that is depressed about something and um, constantly calling you about something, and I've actually had a friend do this to me where she said to me, I can't even begin to know what you're going through right now, but you know what? This is where it stops and you are going to stop spiraling down and you are going to start spiraling up. I'm not going to listen to you do this to yourself anymore. And by standing up for ourselves, you might be extending a hand of help to someone else that doesn't even know that they need it. As you've said several times, boundaries are good. They're healthy things. And that was a very good friend who said that to you. And not an easy thing to say to someone. No. Because people are hurting and in pain when they're, and they're stuck. A lot of times they're stuck on something. But But, in that season of my life, to this day, if you were to ask me where I started to spiral back up, I, I can tell you where I was sitting, what I was doing that day. I remember everything about that day because it was that moment where she helped me set that boundary. Mm -hmm.
if there's a, there's a, I was in researching some of the things for this podcast I came across. It was a, a personal development um, segment that um, I had listened to. It wasn't anything I did, but it was a concept about failing forward that, you know, we're all going to fail, but um, fail if forward. We, if we look at failing as, you know, we don't, it's not, we don't go backwards, fail forward. You move forward and you go onward. I love it. Um, yes. Lastly, prioritize taking care of yourself. This boundary stuff is hard, but it's necessary. Um, we repeatedly put our own needs on the back burner. When we are fulfilled emotionally, we are, uh, we're better parents, we're better spouses, we're better girlfriends, we're better boyfriends, we're better employees, we're better friends. We are better human beings overall. So we need to prioritize taking care of ourselves and taking care of ourselves includes setting healthy boundaries. I'm going to challenge you to take a look at where you need to place some boundaries. Is it at work? Is it with some friends? Is it with your mother, your sister, a neighbor? Is Where, it with your local sushi restaurant? I don't know. Could be. Could be. Evaluate, take stock, and note some ways that you can promote a more healthy interaction with these folks. Until next time, we're real. We're live. And we're women. Thank, Thank you for listening to The Naked Truth. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram for new episode notifications, as well as updates and random pieces of positivity to brighten your day. That's The Naked Truth Podcast on Facebook and at The Naked Truth Pod on Instagram. And shout out to Ewart Williams for our epic theme song and Michaela Shope for our top-notch cover art.